property. We live on it. We buy it. Sell it. Invest in it. This is Property Knocks with Jordan Chernotsky. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Property Knocks with me, your host, Jordan Cherno. Thank you so much to Sean Jammy, the COO of Cap Security, with us in studio today. Morning, Sean. Hey, Jordan. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. And you, thanks so much for making yourself available. I'm sure you, you know, just by your title, we can assume that you're a very busy man. Yo, no, I've always got time for you and your listeners. Thank you so much, Sean. So the, the topic for today will be, as you can imagine, around security, both in private residences as well as general residential areas. I'm sure, you know, all of us in the Jewish community are very thankful for CAP and GAP and, you know, all of these agencies that have been designed and tailored and done such a successful job in protecting our communities for many, many, many years and many, many years to come. So, Sean, perhaps to start us off, I mean, what sort of uh, climate have you seen lately for, you know, crime levels? Let's speak specifically in, you know, what we love to call the shtetl. Let's talk about Glen Hazel for the first little bit. What have you seen of late? Is there a lot of, you know, things to worry about? I mean, it seems like the areas run like a tight ship at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think in terms of the macro environment, um, COVID, COVID and the, the various lockdowns and the levels of, you know, uh, restrictions of movement and enhanced policing changed our landscape quite significantly. And then the resulting levels of economic depreciation um, and economic depression um, have similarly created new challenges for us. Um, within CAPS environment, we are doing really well in terms of combating serious violent crime, our core mandate. And we're at relatively low levels, in fact, exceptionally low levels, given given our 16-year year history. And, and, and we're much safer now than we were before the launch of Capital Gap. Definitely. What we have seen, though, um, on a on a on a macro level, is 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 higher levels of homelessness within certain of our suburbs, um, high, higher levels of vagrancy, um, and and the perception that things aren't as safe as they 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 could be, um, and, and I think you know the, this real desire to to uplift our, our our you know overall communities, and that's given rise to things like the the green team that that, that you guys have probably seen uh, in many of our communities, and other beautification. Um, we call it SIPTED, crime prevention through environmental design initiatives to 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 kind of attack attack the problem on a grassroots level. No, I see, and honestly, like I said before, and I think all of us can't really say this enough, and. You know, it's become a situation whereby, you know, many of us see the police, SAPs, Metro, whoever it may be, and we almost get more afraid of them than we would if it were a criminal. <laughs> I mean, I know I see these guys around and I'm thinking, oh, no, what are they going to pin me for today? What am I in trouble for now? And it just feels like the, the public sector for policing and security and whatnot just isn't really performing to the levels that would be expected from a police force. And therefore, you know, I'm sure you guys realize this well before the rest of us. 16 years ago, I believe you said, you know, there was a major gap for 
a privatized form of security from community to community. And I can say with, you know, almost full confidence that ours as the Jewish community with Gap and Cap, you know, we really are looked after well. I feel safe and sound driving around my area, and this is more close to Linksfield. Constant patrols, constant cars driving around with, you know, heavily armed gentlemen that are actually there to look after you and, you know, are actually there on the scene before anyone, arguably, when these terrible circumstances arise, which, like you say, happily has uh, become a lot less frequent. But I suppose there's always at least something going on, especially in this country. Yeah, I, I mean, look, so, so first of all, thank you. Uh, we, we can only do what we can do because we're, we're appointed by the community. We're all community members. We're a non-profit. We're community owned. And, and I, I love what I do. And, and I think, you know, most, if not all of our team does. Um, and, and we've tried to build this, this self-sustaining crime fighting machine that's there not just for uh, Glenn Hazel, not just for the J- Jewish community, but looking at Johannesburg more holistically. Yeah. Um, y- y- you know, what, what we've understood, just to give you guys some insight, is that uh, crime crime isn't isn't a suburb issue. Uh, a criminal in Linksfield or Glen Hazel um, is as is as much of a problem there as they are in Craigle Park or Rosebank or, or Ruderpoort, for that matter. Yeah. Um, so 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 we've taken a a much more offensive strategy to crime. Uh, we understand criminals much better than we ever did. And, and we're very grateful, um, to our SAPS partners. So we're, we're just extremely lucky to have exceptional SAPS teams that we work with, like the, the Serious and Violent Crimes Unit. And, uh, we, we understand these criminals and then work with the police to, to apprehend them. And, and that I think has had the, the biggest, the biggest impact on crime. Um, so I think what you see in the suburbs and that feeling of safety is exactly what we want people to feel. However, we couldn't do it without understanding crime better. And, uh, and as I said, taking this more offensive strategy. So, so let's go fetch the criminals before they come into our community. Exactly. It's almost like a proactive approach as opposed to waiting for it to happen. Like, like the old adage, prevention is better than the cure. And I suppose you guys at this point are both, which is a fantastic, uh, thing to think about. I mean, you know, as much as all of us, want to reduce crime to level zero, ground zero. It's it's a very difficult idealistic uh, reality to to strive towards. But I mean, with you guys around and patrolling and you know all the basic protocols you guys follow, I mean, I can tell you with absolute certainty. Yet again, if it were me or any person I've met that is aware of Cap, I can almost assure you that in the you know situation where, by God forbid, an intruder was trespassing in your home or anything like that was was occurring 99% of us would be calling cap well before saps i can tell you that yeah uh, we hear that and i think i think it's it's a partnership it's a partnership between the community between the authorities and between cap and uh, yeah uh, we 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 as i said we just love being able to achieve what we do and the suburbs or new offerings or you know the exciting tech around security the the sort of uh, um not just cctv because obviously we see the cctv polls but um being able to communicate better with our stakeholders yeah. through uh, whether it's a, an app on your phone 
whether it's a secure way to get into uh, your home when the alarm has been triggered, whatever it is, we're, we're really just trying to innovate um, yeah, exactly. and and understand what makes what makes our community feel safer and what makes uh, people. So it's not just about being safe; it's about feeling safe. So 100%. I'm very chuffed at this conversation. It's so nice speaking to you because you've got a great positive view on what we do. It's very lucky. Thank no, you. No, my pleasure. I mean, I only speak the truth in everything, but really, I mean, I wouldn't feel confident in our police force alone. And like you say, it's a collaboration which gives me further excitement as a, a citizen. You know, as I <clears throat> excuse me, I really feel as though your ideologies and your ways of approaching crime are definitely factors and and processes that should be copied by both saps and really any police force worldwide i mean these guys are obviously hired in in the masses and arguably trained to the point where they are ready to go and some maybe aren't trained as well as as they should be but you know, like you say, the collabor- the collaboration between your private sector and the more public SAP sector is vital in order to improve general overall security and safety throughout the country. I mean, CAP can't be everywhere, at least not at this point. You know, as much as we'd love it, there are areas that are, you know, be it underprivileged or underinvested in that, you know, CAP cars may not be as prevalent there and private security forces may not be as 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 common in those areas and you know this is the this is where the the saps really could learn from you guys in terms of improving their protocols improving their service and you know like you say apart from making the streets safe making people feel safe in the streets I think there's another important, as I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of what we're seeing is, you know, these high levels of vagrancy and homelessness, which has been affected by economic conditions in, in the country. And, you know, a lot of what we ask people to do is, um, is, is maybe not as clear as it should be. So, um, there are, there are suburbs, suburbs in Jewish Johannesburg where we have real challenges around, uh, whether it's whether it's someone who's homeless, uh, who's living living in a place that is uh, unsafe for them and potentially unsafe for the community that live around them, or whether it's guys that perpetrate petty crimes or are overly aggressive uh, in directing cars or whatever the case is, what we're what we're urging community to do is to play their role by not creating livelihoods. These people in these environments. So, so what we mean is give charity centrally. Give to you know some of these amazing uh, schemes that exist. The Angel Network is the one that comes to mind. Um, rather than giving tips to car guards, rather than supporting beggars as robots, um, we we really need to try and strive towards a more normal environment where, yes, it is incumbent on our communities to create a level of, of giving and a, 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 and a level of support for those less privileged. But let's try and do it in a more structured, more organized way so that we aren't encouraging people that we don't want to be in our communities to enter them. Yes. No, I hear what you're saying there. It's, it's, it's obviously a very complicated environment to operate within especially for security forces in south africa i mean 
it obviously is worse from area to area, province to province, place to place. But you know, it's 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 a country where you guys will always be needed, especially at this stage. I mean, please God, one day. In 10, 20 years time, we, we feel as safe as countries like New Zealand and, you know, all of these little republics that seem to have their ducks in a row and crumbs all but non-existent. You know, of course, there's always one or two or a handful, but, you know, we as a people, as a rainbow nation, deserve to feel safe in our homes and, you know, deserve to be able to walk the streets without worrying about being mugged or worse. And I think that, like we've said before in this in this conversation, and I'm sure you've heard it from countless others, that the work you do is is taking steps every day towards this. And uh, I think for homeowners especially, I mean, purchasing a home in this country is already difficult enough without factoring for potential crime and the safety of your family. But, you know, with an agency like CAP and, you know, the rest that may not be as good or may be better or may be the same – you know, it's it's really helpful to an investor or a person purchasing a home for their family to know that these resources are available to them. And, uh, you know, like we've said, the, the climate for purchasing property is, is very complicated. I mean, I'm sure you – I'm not sure, actually, if you've listened in to any of our, our shows on Sunday mornings prior to this. But, you know, the, the, the topic of conversation seems to be the same, that the market's in trouble, the market's constantly changing, it's very volatile – and I think that improving on social structures and, you know, general well-being of the people that are living in this country aids a hand to to making the decision a little bit easier for the purchaser. Yeah. Look, look I, I, I mean, I'm a patriot. I, I, I love South Africa. I love being South African. I love interacting with South Africans. And, and I love the fact that I, that I can live in a beautiful home. In a beautiful, I probably live close by to you. I also live in Nixfield. Um, and, and, and I can just take advantage of all of these things. So, so for me, I don't understand whether, I mean, I'm a security guy. I don't understand why the property market's depressed. I think it's sort of the most amazing places. We have the most amazing places to live. Um, we, we're, we're very lucky with the lifestyle we lead. We're very lucky with the opportunities we have. Uh, in fact, I've just, I've just moved, uh, bought a new home and renovated it. You know, like I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a property investor, thank yes. you all, not quite, but, no, exactly. but not to the level of you, you and your listeners. So, so I think my point is, is that security, it's something you need a budget for. It's something that you need to make sure you, if you are building or renovating, that you've got a budget to put systems in your home, make sure that you've got a budget to pay towards these community security initiatives. Um, there are a variety of them in place. I mean, obviously, CAP is the under underpinning security initiatives, but uh, initiative. But in some areas, we've got road closures. Uh, in some areas, there's cluster estates. Uh, and uh, and in all cases, we'd like to see a contribution towards you know uh, keeping CAP's wheels turning. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think my, my point is that security isn't actually as much of an issue in purchasing definitely in our areas as as it's as it's sometimes made out to be yeah look i suppose it depends on the person you know i mean unfortunately there are many people that have had bad experiences living in south africa in terms of you know potential criminal activity or house break-ins or burglary or you know anything like that and you know, while, like we've said, er some areas are safer than others, it's still nice to know that there's an option there. You know, rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That's the beauty. That's the truth of the matter. I mean, anywhere in the world would feel more confident and safer and happier with 
you know, security protocols in place that keep them and their loved ones safe. And I think without there potentially yeah. being a tangible value on property value and the market and interest rates, you know, it's it's just an added luxury that you guys provide to homeowners, you know, having them sit in their homes knowing if something goes wrong, that cap will be there in a couple minutes. And, you know, it's it's just a it's an, it's, it's an amazing concept and an amazing feeling for, for anyone to have, just to know that they have someone looking out for them, you know? Well, thank you. I mean, this, this conversation's really made my day. Thank you very much. No, my pleasure. And truthfully, like I said, I don't know where or what we would be without you guys at this stage of the game. I mean, again, we've established that there are far more pressing issues in this property market than security. But, you know, it's, it's an added plus. It's a bonus for a person purchasing an X area to have them, you know, to be told that CAP constantly patrol this area. It gives them this, this feeling of safety and security. I mean, for example, we've just launched a new development in Glen Hazel called the Reed Terrace. And, you know, the, the common question for those that aren't familiar with the area is, is it safe? And, you know, it's a little bit close to Louis Botha and it's a little bit close to Jobergrad. And the truth is, you know, in this country, you never know where something terrible might happen. It could be in Santon, it could be in Bryanston, it could be in Alex, it could be in Glen Hazel. But, you know, it seems as though there's a very positive and confident response from these potential purchasers when they hear about CAP and the service that they provide and the security and tightness of the area. And it really does instill an added level of confidence in, you know, investors that are looking to invest and rent properties out and, you know, youngsters that are purchasing for the first time and families that are moving in. It's it's just really something that's, like we say, not tangible, but definitely plays a massive role in comfort and happiness and general well-being of life in, for example, Glen Hazel. Yeah, I mean, Glen Hazel's almost anomalous in that yeah. y- you have a young woman walking around uh, at night, um, yeah. whether it's on Shabbos or where you have... Uh, just this incredible sense of safety. And I think it's as much built by, by CAP and, and I mean, maybe the community and CAP aren't really divisible. They, they are indivisible because we are the community yes. and the community is us. But, but, but I think what, what purchasers must realize in buying in an area like Glen Hazel is that you, you, the sustainability of the security approach is enhanced by the fact that the community is so invested in the safety of the area. They so and, and they call in suspicious activity, and they they ensure that institutions like CAP flourish. I mean, we have the most generous donors, and uh, um, you, you know all of that type of thing creates a level of sustainability around the approach that really it's almost unheard of uh, historically. I mean, we've we for sixteen years we've reduced crime by ninety plus percent. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think that anyone that looks into into definitely the Glen Hazel environment um, can can be relatively confident that that box is ticked. No, for sure. And I think building on what you said, I think that in order for companies and agencies like CAP to work, the community needs to be in touch with them and be actively involved in what they do. I mean. I think the reason people don't really understand SAPs and the reason that SAPs isn't as effective as it could be is because they're run without, you know, real input from the community. You know, they're given orders by ministers, police ministers, superiors, governors, etc., etc. But, you know, that's they're not the ones facing these issues. They're not the ones that are struggling with security. They've got full armed squadrons protecting them at all times. 
You know, it's more important to get responses and feedback from people on the ground. And CAP is just a testament to, to how that can be successful. We report to a board of, uh, of residents uh, live in the area who have got no vested financial interest in, in the scheme. Um, we are 100% accountable to the community. No, exactly. And as it should be, I mean, it's almost gotten to a point, and again, this is just a very generalized statement, but, you know, we're seeing it all too often, the corrupt levels of corruption and, and just general problems within the police force, whether it comes to, to bribery and, you know, oh, well, that's just the, the tip of the iceberg and there's probably a hell of a lot more that I don't even understand. But, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely cause for concern and just an added reason as to why we need CAP and other agencies of a similar nature to keep us, you know, feeling the way that we feel and, uh, living the best possible lifestyle we can in a, in a country that in many ways is beautiful and amazing, but in other ways is a little bit, you know, prone to, to unfortunate issues such as corruption, crime, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah. you know, I think that there's a lot of positives to be spoken about, um, especially with the impact that you guys are, have had and continue to have on a day-to-day basis. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have, Sean. But just once again, thank you so very much for making yourself available. And uh, while, you know, I don't think this conversation was too heavily in depth with regards to property, I think that it's equally of value to all of our listeners you know, I think it's important that we all have measures in place to secure our families. And, you know, while the police are always there, it's agencies like CAP that really do have a better sense of what the community needs. And uh, I think it's important for us to all invest in private agencies like these and uh, really just keep them keep them in operation for as long as they can. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thanks to you for putting this together. And thanks to your listeners for their time. No, um, and I wish you all... A, a safe, a safe day. Thank you so much. And I rest assured with you guys on, on patrol, we, we all feel a lot closer to that than, than many others. But thank you so much, Sean. And I uh, hope to have you on the show again soon in the future. Great. Thanks very much. Bye bye.